Take two. Yeah, Just so you guys know, this is the second recording of this intro because Ricky butchered the first one. <laughs> but it's okay. We used to actually do intros like a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. We used to be very, very uh, awkward and like we'd like stutter and mess up. Now we just go one shot. So this is this is a rarity. So thanks a lot, Rick. So and it's your pals. <laughs> so and it's your pals. <laughs> it's your yeah. Fu- it's, it's your pals. We're not recording this. I'm George Musalis <laughs> and I'm Ricky Liotti. And this episode we had the OG West End. You might recognize her from Queen Street, College Street, King Street. Who knows where you know her from, but you all know her, Rhea Carey, a.k.a. Coach Carey. She is the best. She brought the energy, some special insight. Georgie? Honestly, this is the epitome of a GVO episode. Uh, You know, just vibes all around. Uh, Rhea brought the energy, the positivity. We got into it about uh, you know personal growth, what it's like to to get into the to to you know the coaching uh, space and how she came about it, what she's found so far, where she's going with it, how, you know, connecting with people, all of that stuff. Just an awesome, awesome episode. A lot of energy. Yeah. I thought it was. I had a blast. I I feel I'm like ready to run through a brick wall right now. She also told us about her transformation, her fitness transformation, where she lost over 300 pounds, which segues me perfectly into our sponsors, <laughs> Universal Nutrition. Huge shout out to you guys. You're amazing. Some of the best products: Animal Stack, Animal Cuts, Pack, uh, Whey Protein, Egg Pro, whatever it is. You know they're amazing. Check them out. And Georgie, what do we say? L F G. Let's go. We're live and we're back. Very special guest in the studio today. Welcome, Rhea. Welcome, yes, welcome. Thank you. Thank it's you been a while. For having me. It's been a long time. My Virgo brother. Yes. We, me, you guys, Rhea, believe, you guys are all about that stuff. No, you don't ever hang Yeah. All of us. All of us. Me, Rhea, and Moretti used to throw our birthdays basically around the same time every yeah, year. If not I think together. the first one we did together might have been Strange Love. Yeah. Because that's when I was just like 18, 19. <laughs> So me, you, and Moretz, I think we did it. Mind you, the place was way too small for the type of birthday I we had. I think I remember that birthday. Yeah, 100%. I think like I we, remember. We, put, we probably did 300 people through the door that night. Easy. And like the place only fits like 150, 200 max. Yeah. I think we started yeah, early. Yeah, we did. Fun. And you know what's so funny? Because I remember what I was wearing that day too. I had a oh pair. I had a black shirt. And I remember I just went to the movies that like a day or two before and they gave me those 3D glasses. Yeah, you did. And I had the 3D glasses on. Oh, in I the think bar. I actually remember that. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's rich. So this, that. we're literally talking 2009. 2009, Give yeah. or take. Yeah. Because Strange Love probably closed around the same time. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't open for long, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, but, but it, man, we, we had our good times We had a good time. <laughs> I had a really good time. Well, Ray, welcome to the Pals Podcast officially. Yes, thank you. Yeah. It's it's good to have you on, and I guess let's just jump right into it. Tell us, like, what have you been up to yeah. lately? Yeah. Um. Honestly, life coaching. So, yeah. you know, most Coach Carey. Know that we go way back, and the boys um, throwing events and just you know West End kids. You know how it is, and then you know at some point we all grow up. And my path, I think a lot of people knew at the time, I was always like a white knight. Everyone was like, go have fun. Rhea will take care of you. Rhea is like positive energy. Rhea's outgoing. That was always kind of the stuff that would follow me around. And I just took it to the next level. 
and I majored in psychology in university and I was like, okay, yeah, this is great. I love like knowing why people do the things they do like cognitively, like, okay, you did that, but why? I was always a kid who asked why, even as a kid, like super obnoxious, but now it's what I get paid to do. And then I majored in, and then after that I was like, okay, and that's when I did events for 10 years. That was fun, that was awesome, mm -hmm. you know? And then I was like, okay, I'm feeling I'm really unfulfilled. At 20, started around 25, and then at 27 I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Stopped drinking for a year, lost over 300 pounds, and I was like, I just gotta take this to the next level. So I was like, well, you know, back to the drawing board. What can I do with my tools and resources? And I heard about life coaching. And I was like, this kind of feels like it covers all the boxes throughout my entire life in one thing where I don't have, don't have the power to prescribe medication that was important to me and I don't have to be in like a stuffy office and take notes. You know, some of my clients we meet in the park or go for a walk or whatever. Um, so that's what I've been doing and that's six years now of life coaching and then three years ago I was like, let's take it to the next level. Let me face my fear of public speaking. And then boom, through my first event and now I do, that's why I'm always traveling. I'm flown across the world to do keynotes and speeches and workshops and corporate wellness and coaching people and all this like influencer stuff that's super new for me. So I've been busy. You know, it's so funny. Right, right I'm like, when is this going to end? There's so many things. I'm like, what the? That's awesome. That's awesome. Before you came on, I was literally just on Instagram. I'm, I'm like scrolling through and I see Sportcheck. I'm like, Wow. That's our guest for today. Yeah. On Sports Check. I guess you did a meditation yeah. video with them. It was with, with Nike and then Sports yeah. Check uh, wanted it. So how, so how does that come apart? Like we had Kelsey, you know, Kelsey Rose. Yeah. Yeah. So we had her come on and talk about some of her partnerships, which is which is awesome. But how did this Nike Sports Check thing happen? Um, actually, pretty crazy that one of the women who I interned for, like I, I never really had a nine to five. You know, when you're throwing parties, you're like, I could go here or I could make lots of money over here. We always stay over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we always used to talk about this. I remember when I was maybe 21 or 22. It was the first summer I didn't work in construction. Yeah. And this is when like Crown Entertainment was kind of full steam ahead. Yeah. And my mom was like, Ricky, you can't do this. You need a real job. And I'm like, mom, my what? two nights a week that I work pays me the same as my brother who's working construction, you know, seven to six. I'm like, why would I get a, why would I get a real job? Yeah. Air quotes, right? I'm like. <laughs> I'm working two nights. I'm by the pool every single day. I get to work out at whatever time I want. Like, it's this is nice, living. It's pretty nice yeah. life, right? Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. she saw sure. my paycheck. She's like, y'all. I'm like, people think it's just cash. Like, no, no, no. I was like, steady paycheck, like, ink entertainment, paying me, buy bills. Like, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, remember that mom? Now who's laughing, right? Yeah, mom. <laughs> we had to get real, <laughs> we, we had to up. get real Don't jobs. Yeah, yeah. We had to get real jobs. <laughs> at some point, but it's also, it's like, when you're ready. Yeah, you know, when you're ready. It's a different Agreed. time for everybody. Um, yeah, so my first internship, and I was also still partying, so I was like, that sucks. So I was like, I don't want to do this. Um, but I had to for my program at George Brown. So Which program was it? Sorry. Uh, event planning. Yeah. I so I came home and I was one. like, how do I prolong this student life? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, I could just go to school for what I'm already doing. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a shoe-in. I'm a straight A's. And it's like, how do you do invoicing? I'm just like, Oh, got this, you yeah. know? They're like, your final project is to do an event. I was like... I've been doing this for eight years, lady. I might as well just give yeah. me the 100% now. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll teach you how to do it. Yeah. I was like, anyone, anyone? Sponsorships? Like, I got you. Yeah. Um, and this was at Reef Moxie, so like a staffing company. Yeah. It was probably... I think, was I, Reef, I think I had a summer job with Reef Moxie. Everyone did, for sure. If I mean, you didn't it's, promote... It's like a mosaic or something. Precisely. I think I got fired by Reef Moxie. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Everybody did. I mean, I think that was a team lead and it was a team of uh, the opposite gender. And I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little too distracting and all that, but like, yeah, I yeah. think it was Reef Moxie. It might have been. One of, the only One of them where it's like promotional staffing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so yeah. she was my boss there. And I didn't last long. I lasted like three months. It was also summer, so I was like, but I could have fun over here. I could do Monday nights, Thursday yeah, nights. But always respect, always yeah. kind, always positive vibes. And then we just always kept in touch via the power of social media and LinkedIn. And she just messaged me. She was like, hey, she was like, you know, like maybe like six months ago. And she was like, I love everything you're doing. Just know that like we'll be working together again soon. And oh. I was like, cool. And I would like see her on the street. She lived King West. And then boom, she hit me up and she was like, hey, I have something perfect for you with Nike. Like it's a quick turnaround. Can we jump on a call today? And I was like, already calling her you know i'm like you hear the word nike and you're yeah, like yeah that's yeah. literally the <laughs> dream, dream client that's, for me that's georgie's big big nike fan Same. big, nike, big fan. nike fan like yeah. everything and even as a kid when you suit up especially with my weight loss journey like i put on the check mark every day in the yeah. gym yeah so that's like a dream client but then when you're also thinking about a lot of the things that they stand for totally i'm all about it mm -hmm. and everything they've been doing as of late and then i'm like you know this typically wouldn't happen for someone who's like me a woman of color lgbtq uh plus size mm -hmm. and so i always just was like manifest list always boom 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 and then here we are and so i've done awesome. a bunch of stuff with them and i'm working towards a bit of a bigger project that i can't fully talk about yet but you better but believe i make everything happen so i love it it's I happening love it. for sure yeah that is very cool and that yeah. is definitely i mean like just hearing that i'm like that's like my dream to do something with. like yeah. i like literally every day when i go for a run I like tag i'm like please one day give yeah. me that opportunity yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta give me the inside scoop Same. That was no, me. that's really, really our nike cool. sponsor's coming up yeah we're gonna get one day the pals are gonna get nike i know it we're gonna get them manifest it bro Yo, manifest it's real it. stuff yeah manifesting actually legitimately works yeah true story well we manifested donovan bailey onto this podcast yeah stop yeah, yeah. so donovan was bailey last, was, last week was here uh, i think yeah no two weeks ago and we just released the episode yesterday the og yeah she was sitting oh, in that chair like wow yeah it was pretty crazy wow, and donovan's crazy we just released that today so i guess well this episode is gonna release in a, in a week but we released it, it uh i guess august 3rd august 4th mm -hmm. and uh again he shared his people shared it on social media and like i have so many people like texting me and like messages like yeah Yo, you had donovan bailey like yeah in OG. the studio I'm like as a, as yeah. a Toronto kid yeah. or Man. Canadian kid and they're like, like no you just like did you do Skype I was like no no he like came yeah. to our studio it's kind of intimidating I was like bro Donovan Bailey's in here I'm like well, I gotta clean up yeah. <laughs> make sure the place is nice I gotta and stretch <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny though the day of that episode uh, or like the day before his I guess assistant PR person uh, emailed us is like is it like a home studio or is it a studio studio I'm like well it's a home studio but like it's you know it's a proper setup it's not like we're like no mics or we're doing this just like a random camera like it's a legit setup yeah and they're like okay well you know and i'm like oh man like what if he like wants to do over skype and we don't want to do him over skype anymore we no, said no, everybody no. has to come yeah. to the studio everyone and we're panicking we're like oh what if he doesn't come what if we have to do this over skype it's yeah. not going to be the same and he came in and it was just like unbelievable like he was phenomenal so people listening to this if you haven't heard donovan bailey go back listen to donovan bailey because he's a g yeah. Uh, and again, if you're Living a Toronto legend. kid who grew up in the late 80s, 100%. early 90s, like I was your like, 100%. you're going to the schoolyard running 100, 100 meters the next day saying I'm Donovan Bailey. Nah. 165%. I did not run that fast. I did no. not say that. <laughs> <laughs> but but like to that point, how we got on that, you said like, well, talking about manifesting, that's something that you really believe in? Like, Absolutely. You, yeah. Hand like, oh. So what's your philosophy? Like, what's your view on, on it? Like, is it like just believing you can do anything or is there like some kind of like, a little bit of like rhyme the reason. Okay, Re I, th rhyme? I think it's a I think it's a bit of both. Okay, because naturally, if you continue to talk about something, 
naturally if you continue to talk about something your brain will start to work in that way right so if every day you told yourself you can't do it your brain's like okay done i'm not going to do it what's the point but if every day you told yourself how your brain keeps working right so like we sleep but our brains never sleep so it's the same thing as like the rich dad poor dad concept sorry the what concept? rich dad, dad poor dad okay. concept so he basically tells you within the book he has many great points but one is like if you said you can't afford it then you're never going to afford it but if you ask yourself how will you afford it chances are right because the brain keeps working you change the way you think about how to exactly. approach so it so manifesting is very much the same thing the more you say i am this i'm speaking it into mm -hmm. existence with power and intention the chances of you slowly like reprogramming your brain to believe it happens yeah and then you start making moves towards that subconsciously without you even knowing yeah. right for my weight loss it's like every day i'm telling myself lose five pounds you got this you're loved you are worthy rather than being like yo you should lose weight because you're fat like i never said that to myself yeah. so then every day you're making small different decisions but if you tell yourself every day you're fat what's the point then i would have just kept eating poorly and drinking every night and yeah i wouldn't have lost the weight you know and i'm still have some play somewhere to go in terms of like losing more weight but the idea is that you're constantly fueling yourself in that way and so i feel like that's why manifesting is so powerful because it's like setting up that path yeah and then slowly but surely you follow the path i agree and that one of the reasons i asked this one thing i, I actually believe in my dad like he go, he took it to an extreme when you're a kid he's like he would always be like if you can convince yourself you can jump off the top of that building and land you'll land i'm like that's a little crazy but yeah. i understand what he meant right <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you convince yourself you can do something or you are something you'll like you'll find the steps to, to achieve that right yeah and i actually believe that more so now like um you know we talk about it a lot which i won't go down this into this episode but with running like why nike is a huge thing for me like I never considered myself like I was athletic and played sports as a kid, but I was never like the fit one. I was always right. a little bit bigger. Like yeah. I, uh, I never considered myself like a true like athlete. But then I was like, you know what? Like if you, be if I believe I am, like just because I'm bigger, it doesn't mean I can't be athletic. It doesn't mean I can't do this, that, and the other thing. Hundred percent. Um, even now, like that was the point I was gonna make with the running is like, you you look at runners and most runners are like really skinny. The long distance runners, like I convinced myself that I could run a half marathon. I never thought I could. Like in the span of like four yeah. or five months, I went from running zero to running half marathon. But even now, in like six I just- six months? Like, yeah, six, not zero, but like maybe 2K I could run nonstop. Okay. Yeah. Um, even at the time I was smoking at the time. So like I was, I had to like stop that and convince myself that I could be athletic, be a runner. Yeah. Um, and just kind of believe it. Like I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I look like a runner. Yeah. Even it's, though I did and like in my, convinced myself 100%. I did. 100%, it's me, um, the runner. Yeah, and, and I just built came. up towards it, built up towards it and it sucked and it was hard. But even now, I like I've kept running. Now I'm pushing myself to run a marathon in late fall, but because I just kind of bought in, I kind of think that I'm a runner. Like a lot of my friends will message me and say, hey, well, like what running shoes do you use? Or hey, like I see you doing this, can I run with you? And it just kind of reaffirms what I originally believed. And 100%. Yeah, so I mean, I, I kind of just wanted to see your take on it, but I definitely align yeah. with that yeah. vision of it. Yeah. It's even the power of the mind too. Like that's one thing, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, and a lot of people who follow me on social media know, I did my triathlon two years ago, and I've always been fit and in pretty good shape, but I started training for my triathlon like, I think it was eight or nine weeks before the actual event. And it's a, it's an Olympic distance triathlon. So it was 1.5K swim, I think 90K bike, or no, 70K bike, and then 10-kilometer run. So individually, I could do all those no problem, just based off, well, maybe not the swim. But the rest of them I could do individually no problem because I was naturally fit. Right. But then when you throw all them together, I remember the first time I did a, a swim, bike, run on the same day, it came to the 10K, and I'll remember this vividly because it was like 30 degrees out, and I'm running. I'm thinking, I'm like, 1K, and I'm like, I just want to die. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, just keep foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. And 
basically I did that for 10K. And I remember I was running to my parents' house. I'll, I'll never forget it. Because I just kept thinking, I'm like, hey, that's it. Left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. For, for an hour, I think that run part took me an hour and 10 minutes because I was just dead. Yeah. But if you believe and you're like in your mind 100% that you can do it, that's again, I'm not trying to break records here. I'm not trying to win the whole thing. I just wanted to comp- compete and complete it. Yeah. I wanted to not give up and just like do the best that I could do. And then once you do that and like in your mind, once you say that you can do it and you yes. honestly believe you can do it, your body will physically be able to do it. And I'm not talking about like climbing Everest or, you know, swimming across Great Britain yeah, like Ross yeah. Edgley because those are people that are just on, a, yes. on another level. Yeah. But if you're a normal everyday Joe and you put your mind to something, you train and you work hard day in, day out, yes. you will be able to complete yes. it. 100%. Like nothing is out of the, like impossible. Right. Yeah. Again, we're not talking crazy you're not gonna be able to score like it's it now you're not gonna go dunk on lebron james in an yeah. nba game for sure you're not gonna be able to just yeah. go run a marathon out of nowhere but, but i think a lot of it is it's, mind, it's mind over matter 100 yeah. and that can go into anything you know studying to running to business biz, yeah everything yeah. reading like literally everything can be improved even breathing like now people are getting really familiar with breath work and people are like, why yeah. would I, I know how to breathe? And it's like, yeah, but when have you ever actually consciously thought about doing it in a different way to impact your body? And people are like, whoa, but that actually is a big game changer. It's, an, auto- it's an autonomous function you don't think about. 100%. Yeah, but like think about it when you're swimming. Yeah. As a swimmer as well. If you don't have your breathing 100%, oh, you're, done. you're done. You're done. Breathing when it comes to swimming and running is yeah, everything. Yeah. Yep. And I, people always talk to me about runner's high and I was like, mm, not a runner, can't, can't relate, but I'm a swimmer. And I was like, oh, that's like the swimmer high. Because about after, you know, your first 10 laps, you're just breathing in your, in your arms and legs are just doing what it, you yeah. told them to do. Done. Yep. Yeah. And it, we've talked about this before, George. It, was it the Ross Hoffman or something? Breathing Wim Hof. Wim, Wim, Wim Hof. Hof. Yeah, yeah. he's the legend. Yeah, yeah he's like the he's god he, of Dude, he, he, he ran up Kilimanjaro in shorts. Yeah. Just the shorts. Just shorts. Like, so I, like, I've actually, <laughs> I've climbed it. Like, I've been up Kilimanjaro and, like, it's, like it wasn't freezing at the top, but it's it's fucking cold. Yeah. Bro, there's um, pictures of your beard with like icicles in them. That's yeah. freezing too. Well, right? no, it's because snow. And, like I'm saying, when I say it's not freezing, it's not like minus 40, 50, yeah, like yeah. whatever it is, but it's cold. And I think it was Wim Hof or a guy he's trained because I, I listened to his audio book yeah. a while ago, but he ran up ever uh, ran up Kilimanjaro in like short shorts, shoes, short yeah. shorts, no shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the power of breathing. Is crazy. I mean, I haven't really like gotten too much into it, uh, yeah. but I found it very fascinating. Like, yeah. I kind of the most, ex- the furthest extent I've kind of paid attention is when I do like hot yoga and stuff. Totally. And I do yeah. find you can kind of get like lost in it if you really yes. pay attention. Game Same changer. with running. Um, but I haven't really dove into that yeah. world. Like, yet. if you were just casually breathing while running, you're also done. You know. Oh yeah. Um, but that's like I'm really wanting to try cold plunges. I'm someone who hates being cold. I like, do it every other every. Like twice a week I do Where? it. Where? Going bath. outward? No, no, up here. Going inward? Oh, really? What's going outward? We're going, going inward. Going right? inward. My friend started like a cold plunge. Robbie Bent. You remember And I know him? that name. Because he's Levi and Kai's cousin. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I feel like I, I don't know if I know him. Yeah, he used to He used to kind <laughs> used of be, to be a nightlife guy. In, a little bit. And then, you know, changed his, his yeah, whole yeah. world and ayahuasca and all that and now he literally runs a place in toronto where you can go hit the sauna do a cold plunge and he oh. literally like talks to you and like plays a sound bath and it's like legit you guys where, where is yeah, this where, place yeah. yeah let's give a shout whoa, out whoa whoa whoa, whoa. Out i actually don't know where it is but it's <sighs> called go inward so you can find it on go instagram inward. Go inward. robbie go bent robbie, i gotta check it out you, bro bro that's um, sick yeah yeah that's so a very interesting always that. a place and time and chance to 
do anything and like push your mind so i hate being cold so like robbie's been trying to get me to go and i'm like been working up to it with like the three seconds in the shower yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah i totally got this man (laughs) and i'm like i've actually gotten better it does suck and it is really hard yeah because it's like no matter how much you train for it or prep it doesn't matter yeah because it's just so cold so you know it's funny actually i can i can touch on this because like okay so when i do it it's not like freezing blistering cold um, but what I do, like I have my, my tub, I fill it up with cold water, but that's filling up. I have an ice machine here. No. So I just take it like, and I dump the equivalent of like two bags of ice in it. Um, the f- actually just to back up the first time I ever did an ice bath was after my first half marathon yeah. and I didn't even like plan to do it. I just, I'd run and it took me a lot longer than expected and my knees were like shot. So I could barely <laughs> walk. I did an ice bath. I sat in for like seven to 10 minutes. Then, and I stretched after the next day, my legs were like, I was ready to run again. No way. Yeah. And it might've been a mix of like, I took in a lot of fluids, but like at the time I jumped in, I felt like I was not going to walk for a week yeah. and I was fine. So I'm like, this is amazing. And then I, I kept doing it after runs and I had like mixed results a bit. I didn't like really practice it consistently. Um, and then when I got like, when I got this tub here, I was like, you know what? I got to start doing it more often. Cause I found that when I did it more consistently, my mood changed. I found that like, if I woke, went, you know, woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I jumped in, it just kind of like gives you this jolt. Yeah. Your legs have this like cool, a like, cold feeling. You feel like the blood's kind of moving. Uh, so I started doing them typically I do like twice a week, sometimes wow. more. Um, wow. Yeah. And I find, I think they do get easier. Like I, I can now, I used to do like the breathing. So I would yeah. do like, I'd sit on the floor, like I would like get ready. Like I would do the Wim Hof, like in, yeah, breathe out. Yeah, you gotta out. do it without the breathing. You're- yeah, but now because <laughs> I've gotten so used to it, I just kind of like, I'm like, all right, cool. Turn the tap off, jump in, sit in for five minutes, get out, shower, ready to go my day. The trick is, I'll tell you the trick. The trick is holding your breath, don't breathe heavily. At least I find that. A lot of people, like they hyperventilate, they do that. Yeah. Because you feel like it like calms you down. It does, it makes it way worse. I yeah. feel like, and this might not be scientific, but I feel like it like pumps your blood and your heart faster. Yeah. If you hold your breath and you bring your heart rate down, it, like it feels like nothing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't know if I'm, I don't know. We're, so anyways. We're going to talk to, talk to Rob the about Yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah. a cold bath. I've done it a yeah. handful of times, but I'm, yeah. uh, I don't even know we got off of that on that side note, but I honestly, like I, yeah. I love them. We, yeah. we had to get into it for the breathing <laughs> yeah. purposes. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're obviously talking about working out and Brad, this is a big part because I remember when you lost all the weight. Yeah. So I want to get into that. You were mentioned earlier, 300 pounds. Yeah, crazy. It's Give crazy us to think the about start it. to finish it. Well, I remember you from basically when we first met, which would have been probably 2007, eight ish. Yeah. And to where you are now, like your fitness journey has been inspiring to a lot of people. Thank and you. I'm sure people Appreciate message that. you all the time about it they too. They do, yeah. Uh, you know, I tried, I, I guess people, the one thing that I get a lot as well is a lot of women who are also um, going through weight loss or struggling or combating or battling it in some way. And so I get asked to share it more. And that was always interesting to me because I'm like, yeah, it's not, I never go out of my way to share my sexuality or my weight loss. Cause I'm like, I want my want to be known as a life coach. And so I want that to be the focus. So I never focused on all those other things because I knew that that could easily be, Ooh, now I'm a weight loss influencer. Ooh, now I'm an LGBTQ plus activist. It's like, no, those are all parts of me that I'm super proud of, but it's not the only part of me. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just kind of getting into that phase of sharing it more. But for, um, I was, you know, I was always happy, confident, like, for me, it never felt like my life was hindered by the weight. I just, like you said, I didn't look at myself in the mirror like, oh, I'm the fat kid. I looked at myself in the mirror like, I'm Ray and people like me, you know? So that was how I moved through life. And Which is super important too. Like to have confidence is, again, like I, there's that a quote and I'm going to butcher, but it's like, if you don't love yourself, it's, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. Yes, 100%. And it doesn't matter what size you are, what shape, size, color, whatever. Yeah. If you don't love yourself and the skin that you're in, 
it's so tough for someone else to love 100%, you. 100% for everybody, you yeah. know? And I just, so I, I wanted to get healthier. I never wanted to be skinny. Still to this day, I'm like, I'm going to get to the size where I feel healthiest. Where you feel comfortable, yeah. Exactly. And uh, my dad went into the hospital for like high blood pressure. And like, I went to go visit him and he was hooked up to all this stuff. And my dad's a really healthy guy. Like only was eating salmon and went to the gym, like scheduled his patients around his day so he could go to the gym and block out two hours every day middle of the day like you're a healthy guy so when that happened to him i was like shit okay like if that happens to him like imagine what would happen to me even though he's older than me it's like he completely is healthy so i went to the doctor which i'd been avoiding for years because i was just like he's just gonna tell me i'm fat and i'm like i get I need it. to quit drinking and quit partying totally yeah. and right right after that meeting i did so I stopped drinking for a year and that's what really propelled the weight loss. And he did every test and he was like shocked when he got the test results back. I'll never forget this day. And he was like, you're hundred percent healthy except for your BMI. And he was like, you don't have high cholesterol. You don't have high blood pressure. Like you're 100% you're healthy except for your BMI. And he's like, but I promise you it's your age. I was 23. And he was like, if you came back to me at like late twenties, thirties, he's like, I'd probably have to put you on medication. So he was like, do it now while your body is literally saving you. And I was like, okay. You know, so that's when I stopped drinking. I started working out with Kyle Gentle. You guys probably know him. He's also a West End boy. Um, he was my first trainer ever. And just switching the lifestyle. Like it wasn't just go work out every day. It was literally switch your lifestyle, which my lifestyle prior to that was like drinking four nights a week, eating after the bar, because if you don't do drugs, that's really your only other option to sober up before you try to pass out. And... And it was fun. Eating after the bar yeah. is always fun. Yeah, with the crew. Like McDonald's King and yeah. Bathurst. Like, yeah. King, or, right. King right. King. I'm in college. How many pizza joints are all yeah, there? Like, the original like, San Francisco's you know, was there. Like, yeah, you'd yeah. go to the spots. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, Spadina for some yeah. uh, fried rice. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Head up New Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Places. That yeah, was yeah. that was like a vibe. Yeah, for so. sure, for sure. <laughs> it was like, I was just doing what everyone else was doing when yeah. I really shouldn't have been. So then... That was it, changing the lifestyle, changing eating. I started swimming every day, working out with Kyle three times a week, uh, stopped drinking, eating six meals a day, and man, it sucked. Not because I didn't want it, it sucked because it was a complete habit, mindset, lifestyle, eating change. Especially when my industry, that industry, didn't support that really. The amount of times I'd go out drink, not drinking and people would be like, what? what is going on? You're not drinking. Just have one drink with me. Just have one drink with me. And I'd be like, no, I'm super good. You know? So then, and then you start to realize, oh, drunk people are annoying. Oh yeah. You know? And then towards the end of my promoting before I retired was like, I'd show up for an hour. I was, hey, I was dreading it. I'd literally show up at 1130, make sure you're good. You got your table. You got your bottle service. Cool, cool, cool. Everyone's good. Good. Dip. Poor, yeah, get a Houdini. couple people some drinks and I'm that's out. it. Don't even say bye. Don't have the time. <laughs> Irish eggs is the best. Right back to bed. Yeah. yeah. You know? Always. <laughs> so, so yeah. at that rate, you're probably flat rate too, eh? 100%. Yeah, I, I know. You know I, I know. I, mean? know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Always. Um, and yeah, so that was just the biggest lifestyle change in itself. And then obviously getting out of the event industry and then moving into coaching and going back to school is obviously um, a part of it as well. And, you know, just little steps. And think that we all have this idea that our goals and everything we do has to be this huge, drastic change every single time or else it doesn't count. And it's like, no, it can be small, consistent steps or actions getting there every day, you know, like practicing or training for a marathon, I bet. I guarantee you didn't start your training by doing all of them at once. Nope, yeah. Exactly. Little by right? little. Yeah, little yeah, by yeah. little. So 
it's the no drinking and then it was the subbing in sweet potato for instead of french fries you know like little things habits that i didn't even know that i had yeah yeah one thing that I guess that people like, there's a there's that adage when it comes to like investing and that's compound interest, right? Mm-hmm. It's that 1% a day is not just 1%, 1%, 1%. It, like it's Absolutely. exponential, right? Um, it goes to the nth degree. And I think people like often look at that, like from a business perspective, you might look at, okay, if I invest a dollar today and then it's yeah. 1% on cruise over time, but people don't look at that like habits as well. Yes. And changing a minor, minor habit, I mean, it could be like instead of putting on your, you know, your, your pajamas when you get home, throw on a pair of clothes and do 10 minutes of push-ups whatever yeah. it is yeah um but it's hard right because it's the it's the days that like when it's raining out and it's gloomy like this morning i woke up and i was like man i really don't want to do anything today yeah i was like i want to sit on the couch all day yeah same and like i was like <laughs> no i gotta do it because you have to and it, and it is tough like i think sam had said it, like motivation or um there was two she said there's motivation is one thing but oh, commitment is the other Commitment yep. trumps motivation, right? Yep. So yeah, yeah. you have to commit to that idea, like going back yes. to the thing of manifesting. If you want to be something, 100%. you have to commit to being that. Convince yourself that you are that and you'll do it. On the fun days, on the slow days, on the fast days, yeah. on the, you know? Yeah. yeah, even for me, I've been working out since, I don't know, probably like 15, 16. And now it's so, I've made it such a part of my life mm-hmm. and such a habit that when I don't go or there's days where like, I drink and then I go to work and I don't have like we're recording the podcast after work and I don't have time to go to the gym especially during COVID when all the gyms were closed for sure there's days I would be in the worst mood and so grumpy just because I can't go to the gym and I would tell someone this and they'd be like I don't get that I'm like well are you grumpy if you don't have your morning coffee they're like yeah but that's coffee I'm like that's your morning habit that's your morning routine that's what get like gives you life in the morning that's my gym to me because I've been doing it for so long and there's days where I, I say I'm like having a shitty workout is having is better than no workout. Mm-hmm. At least I'm 100%. there. I'm I'm still going. I'm still going through the routine, going through the you know the steps, because once it's part of your lifestyle and like you've made that change so consistently, it's like a bad habit too. Like if you have a bad habit for a long time, you're gonna continue that bad habit. If you have a good habit for a long time, you're gonna have that good habit. Yeah. For hopefully for the rest of my life at least. Yeah. yeah. That's actually one of my favorite books is Atomic Habits I just read by it. James Clear. Yeah. Game changer. Like the, just the way he breaks it down in terms of that's actually what helped me with no drinking is he talks a lot about not necessarily changing the habit, but changing the reward, which is a huge game changer. So instead of being like, I have to change everything and now I can't go out because I'm not drinking, which a lot of people have. Instead, it was as soon as I go to the bar, what's the first thing I do is I go to the corner, I say what up to people and I order a drink. So now doing things, so even then and now when I go, it's like, okay, same thing, but I order club soda. So boom, the habit is all still the same, but now the reward is I'm taking care of my mind, body, soul and having club soda rather than poison. But because it's like hand to mouth psychology, for me, it's still like there's still a placebo effect. And so no drinking is now super, super easy. Mm-hmm. I'm on a year no drinking now as well, currently seven months out of, uh, as of August. Just for another personal challenge and to also show people that you don't have to go out and and drink. People see me out and they're like, wow, how do you do it? You know, and I'm like, what? It's actually super simple. Let me show you the way. Just come out with me one time. Like, (laughs) we'll have some fun. We'll crack some jokes. We'll actually talk to more girls. We'll remember all the conversations we have. We'll probably close a couple business deals. Way more fun. It's I so true, it. and I think the, to your point, actually, that's funny. Like the, the point I made earlier about like m- like believing what you want to be in the image that you see, I kind of got that same thing from from Atomic Habits. I read it like right at the beginning of COVID. I actually picked it up off the shelf. I had a book I was reading, and I was walking through Indigo, and I was like, "This looks kind of cool," and I just picked it up. Yeah, it's um, so good. And it kind of he brings up some points from the other guy. Is it Dugan who has the the, um, the Power of Habit? Yeah, the yeah, other yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. I, that one yeah. I never finished, but. Um, 
yeah anyways I, I think it's like very true it's and a lot of that to your point of like going to the it's like how do i go to the bar now i'm not gonna drink and i think it's that anxiety that comes with changing your habits like what do yeah. you stand around and not hold anything you can do all the same things just change little tiny things yes, right 100 yeah exactly yeah. i couldn't agree more little things little things Ugh. little things compound a big thing 100 yeah, so yeah. just even with regular goals i say this to people all the time i'm like just break down the goal yeah simple i want to ask what has been the most rewarding thing about pursuing your your goal and dream of being like a, a life coach whether it's like through the journey through what you do on a day-to-day basis or one thing that you've had an impact on someone's life one thing that's kind of stuck out i think there are many okay great benefits to be completely honest with you just being able to help people that's always what I wanted to do from the get-go. And I think with where I have my career now is that I'm, instead of, because before it's kind of here and there and you're doing one-on-one coaching and that's great, but it was also still really taboo six years ago. It's definitely a lot more mainstream now. Everybody wants to add coach to their name. We'll talk, that's like a whole other conversation. (laughs) We'll get into, that drives me crazy. But um, it was still taboo. So people didn't want to tell people. So I was like, cool, I respect everyone's privacy. So I never had that like, quote, quote, clout. No, like a lot of, I was coaching pretty much anyone, everyone in the industry, and I'd never told anybody because I just was like, okay, we can't talk about it. Um, but now we can talk about it. So it's like now I'm coaching, you know, some top really big people and entrepreneurs and CEOs and working with banks like RBC and, you know, Nike. So it's like now that I'm able to impact more people, for me, that's the biggest benefit. And I've always said to people, you know, oh, they're like, you're an influencer now. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm just me doing what I love. And it's about impact, not numbers. And so when people are like, oh, you're becoming like an influencer, I'm like, I'm not though. Like I'm just going to, I'm never going to work for the algorithm. Mm-hmm. People are like, you have to be posting four times a day and this and that. Like I'll go days without posting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it doesn't matter to me. What matters is that I'm helping someone, that I'm getting the message from someone, be like, your meditation helped me or your top tools on self-care changed my life and I do them every day and it pulled me out of a rut. And like, I'm getting these messages every day, like a bunch. That's the biggest impact for sure. Yeah. Helping people. Very cool. And I also wish like we had had these kinds of tools when we were younger. Yeah. And a lot of these things I don't think were that accessible or talked about. So if I can shift that and help the next generation who are getting a lot tossed at them right now in our day and age. Um, yeah, yeah. That's fire. It gets me fired up. That's all. I was going to say too, like that it's come a long way. And I mean, you can probably touch on more on this, right? But you know, you always bring up the fact that like people being able to ask for help and it's, it's changed a lot. Like back then it like, you know, if you're a successful, confident guy who has, you know, a good job as a, as a VP or something like it's like, Oh, I made it this far. Like doing this, I can't go ask for help. It's kind of make me yeah. look bad. Yeah. Whereas now more so I think like people are willing to say, you know what? I don't have all the answers. Like I need someone to like, even just open up to and all yeah. that. So yeah, it's, I, uh, agree I mean, more. you kind of touch well, on that. And we've talked bit. about this before too, George, me and you, but there's some people that let's say are really good at their job mm-hmm. and they're the CEO, they're a high paid person. And they, they know, let's say banking, for example, and that's all they know. And that's what they, they were, they went to school for that. They studied for it. They climbed the corporate ladder, the CEO of some bank or whatever, finance invest, investment company, whatever. But their people skills are struggling or they're having relationship trouble or maybe they're just finding themselves that they're not motivated anymore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, 10, 15 years ago, people wouldn't come ask for help because, you know, the thought that was, oh, I'm a CEO, I'm too cool for school kind of 100%, thing. 100%, yeah. Where now it's a little different where it's like, guys, it's okay to, to say one aspect of your life is doing amazing, but some of the other ones aren't so well. Yes. Or, maybe, or you can improve upon it. Yeah, or, or you can improve upon yeah. it. And that's all it is. We all have room to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's even just like 
maintaining or checking in self-reflecting too because mm -hmm. self-reflecting is huge. huge and like I, i've said this before but like i've started journaling again because i find that there's times where you think that everything's great and, and I've, i'm not sure if you know this right but i battled depression before and mm -hmm. it hit me like a ton of bricks mm -hmm. because i didn't know what depression looked like i would i'm you know i'm I was 26 or 27 at the time. I'm, I have a good job. I come from a good family. I'm fairly good looking. You know, I work out you're all cute. the time. You're cute. <laughs> I, know it's, I know I'm not laughing because what, what, what yeah, you're a good looking dude, man. But like, it's just so funny. This is the last one. He doesn't want to say it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to kind of low key slip like, it in there. He was modest. He said fairly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I check yeah. off. Well, I'm getting worse looking. I, I passed my peak. I passed my peak apparently. So I, I check off all those boxes to sure. that kind of give you self-happiness, yes, right? Money, yes, for sure. material things, things, job, career. Yeah. Like I had everything, but I just wasn't happy at all. Mm. And I didn't, if I knew how to self-reflect and knew how to like check in on myself, I would have been able to cope with it a lot better. Just I had no idea how to, for because sure. I didn't know what it looked like. Sure. Now there's, there's a lot of tools and I'm kind of lucky that the point that it happened to me, I think was a big turning point. Like Bell, let's talk. I think it just started a year or two before that and that gained a lot of momentum, but self-reflecting, and I still do it now because it's crucial. Like you don't want to just get hit with a ton of bricks one morning when you wake up and realize you're not happy. Yeah. You want to say, okay, you know what? Let me check in on this. I, I call them pillars of my life, basically. Mm. Your career, your family, your friends, your, your hobbies, your, your interests. So these five pillars basically make my life. And I check in on them all the time. I say, okay, you know what? Work's been crazy right now, but I like being busy. So work's good. It's, I'm motivated. I'm there every day. You know, my hobbies, we're doing this podcast. We're killing it. We're doing this two to three times. We've got me and my friends. I've seen them. Or, you know, maybe I'm not seeing my friends. And maybe that's one of the areas of my life that I need to see. And then we'll write in our group chats. Like, boys, you know, let's get fired up. Let's go out this weekend. Let's play golf. Let's have a hangout, whatever it is. So self-reflecting. And I think it's, and obviously you being a life coach, people need to, Mm -hmm. to do that and check in with people and have coaches because this can help you. I don't want to say save people's lives, but it potentially can, right? 100%. And I love that because that's kind of what coaching is all about is one thing that misconception that people have with coaches is that we give advice and we actually don't, unless someone explicitly were to ask me about something I'm an expert in, like let's say confidence or weight loss. I'm not necessarily an expert, but it's been a big part of my life. So if someone asks for direct advice on that, sure. But other than that, it's not my job to advise you because your life experience is your life experience. And who am I to guide you on that? But what my job is to do is to ask you the right questions to help you figure it out on your own. And that's why it's called a life coach. And so the, for example, let's say someone said, I want to make changes in my career. I'm like, great, that's awesome. So what's one thing that you've done towards that? Most people are like, uh, nothing. Okay, awesome. That's not, that's, you know, that's okay. What's one thing that you think you could do by tomorrow? And then someone's, usually they sit there for five minutes and they go, uh, I guess I could email my hiring manager tomorrow. Boom, 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 boom. Took two minutes. Mm -hmm. And I didn't tell you what to do, but I asked the right question. So with self-reflecting, that's kind of a way that people can do that for themselves. And when you reflect, you're able to like kind of see where your patterns or your poison or where your time is going. And with that, you can actually make changes even if you don't have a lot of those tools and resources that we were speaking to. So without, I think self-reflection is the cornerstone of self-work, to be honest with you. Do you think people have gotten better at, because um, I guess to that point, like self-reflecting and, and writing this stuff down and journaling and all that stuff, but also being able to like be honest with yourself and look in and kind of say like, you know, mm -hmm. where can I improve? Do you think that people 
have like, or, I guess it's kind of a vague question, but is it something that people are a little getting more receptive to like say, okay, where do I have a, like a totally. gap? Where do I have a flock? Can I, totally. th- you know, like, is you yeah. see getting better? I think the language and the environment in general is changing. You know, mental health was never like talked about in corporate world, whereas now it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's available in resources and benefits. Um, so I think people are more receptive to it, even just like personal boundaries and space and needing time to decompress like companies are getting more familiar with this language now so i think that it's kind of a double-edged sword i think people are more willing to be open and talk about it but i think people some people are still having a tough time actually doing the work because i also think that social media and this you know digital world we live in has given people this idea that self-reflection or self-care is very beautiful and it's like, I'm at the spa, I'm at the beach. And it's like, those are all great things. But without that in conjunction with the hard work and asking yourself those tough questions, it's not getting you anywhere. Yeah. And it's really just a band-aid. Just so, an Instagram post. Yeah. It's just doing it for the gram, which is fun and which is fine and which is great. All things in balance, though. Mm. So if your only version of self-care is you hitting a beach, then think about everything else that comes with. Now you have to budget it. Now you have to arrange your travel. Now you have to book time off work. Yada, yada, yada. There's so many other things. Whereas asking yourself those tough questions can take five minutes every Sunday. I guess the hard thing, too, to that point with social media is a lot of people, you know, you look at, I mean, to use just big big scale examples like someone like Gary Vee someone like Tony Robbins like all these guys who go on and preach all these big things and and people say oh you know if I do these things it's easy and look how these guys got there but I think a lot of people don't see um, is like the work that goes on in the years to get to where you are the years to build that mentality and that self-confidence and kind of that know who I am and know what I'm about and actually believe and buy in and and then that like to to that point it kind of like they don't see the the hard and the hard questions that go on behind the scenes couldn't agree more and I think I've seen like a meme where it's like an iceberg and it's like what people see what people see I just see. saw that one yeah and I'm like that is so true that's or crazy the other I just one, saw that one too the yeah. other one where they're digging underneath or it's like one yeah. guy's digging he stops and the other guy's like digging it's like there's a pile of gold like yeah 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 and it's like it's it's so true and I think that that's something that I would love to see highlighted more is the hard work is because everyone says like oh they're an overnight success and it's like no one is actually no. an overnight success and actually I don't think it actually exists yeah. You know, except for like maybe Bieber because he went from YouTube to like meeting with Usher. Okay, that's pretty yeah. overnight-ish, but there's still tons of work that goes into everything everyone does, and I think that that is something that I would love to see highlighted more yeah. on social media. Is show us your work. Like, yeah, why not? If anything, it's not, it builds it's not more. Sexy, right? Like, it's yeah, not. It's not sexy. It's true. Yeah. I mean, look at. I mean, if you want to even go to the business world, like, okay, you can go and say Mark Zuckerberg, like. They made a movie of his life, and it, according to the movie, it spanned maybe four years. That's a very short time. Like yes, you can yes. define that in business hours almost overnight, but most guys don't. I mean, you look at the richest guy in the world, Jeff Bezos. He was see the picture of him back in the day in sitting, the garage. At a, sitting yeah. in a garage. Still like, no that, movie about. Yeah, it. <laughs> it took a long time. I mean, Warren Buffett was one of the richest guys in the world. He didn't make like all his money was like after sixty five years old. Literally, yeah. that's not a typically like you know a sexy time in your life. Like the fun is <laughs> happening when you're younger, right? But no one sees that. They see, oh look, Warren Buffett's a billionaire and yeah. Bezos is a billionaire and Bieber's famous, but they don't see like all the time that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. And you know, some people get a lot of people. I think are getting better at sharing that. Like, this yes. is what I'm doing. This is the grind. This is this. Yes. Um, I think we should make that cool. Like the yeah. grind is cool. 
you yeah. know? But then you see on the other hand is that, you know, people start to post it and then other people are like, like, why would I want to see that? What are you doing? And then you get the haters. <laughs> yeah, haters, that's going down a, yeah, like, like, a rabbit hole. Cancel culture is a separate Yeah, People are like, well, I don't want to see you posting every like, day, like all these inspirations. I don't have to follow this. And they unfollow you. And then it's like. It's a whole thing. Yeah, that's going down thing. a rabbit hole. Now, I, don't I think also yeah. to an extent, just like life, as people leave your life, friends who haven't evolved or, gr- or grown or you, yeah. no, you're no longer aligned, it hurts to like say goodbye to those friendships. But then it also creates space for those new friendships. And those people who like see you as who you are today, yeah, yep. you know, and I think it's kind of the circle of life. Yeah, you know, it's true. That's true. It's a good point. It kind of like you have to be your authentic self, right? Because at the end of the day, if you're not, if you can't be yourself, right? because you're worried about people are gonna think <laughs> yeah. that you should be yourself, let the ones who don't want to be there fun to filter fa- them filter out, filter out, and then know? the new ones come in. Me personally, I love watching the grind. Like people like posting weight loss journeys or like people just grinding nine to five, whatever they're doing, like entrepreneurs. Whatever, because at the end of the day, we've all been there, we're, mm-hmm. or we're all there currently. Literally. And there's days where I've got no motivation to work out, and then my watch ticks, my Apple watch, and I'm like, this effing dude just <laughs> ran for four, an hour and 20 minutes? All right, Ian Ross, it's on. I'll meet you at 500 <laughs> calories, buddy. I got this. <laughs> and it's like, I love it, man. Like, Ian Ross, I'm not sure if, are you familiar yeah, with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ian, like one of, of our course. good buddies, we had him on the pod. Here. This guy took COVID, which, and I don't want to get too much on COVID, but he took one of the worst things that ever happened in our lives and turned it to one of the best things to happen in his life personally. 100%. You know, the guy got absolutely, have you seen him lately? Uh, of course. Like, he's shredded, I'm fit, shredded. that dude is shredded. Like shredded. And he's yeah. quit drinking three or four months. Yep. First time he's ever done in his life, I think he's. I think yeah, the yeah. first time he drank was like with us the other night or something. Yeah, a couple, like, like we had a couple of drinks ago. with us. And he's just, he said he's training for a triathlon. He's biking every day. And I'm, I've never a lost. Such yeah. when you gain that power of your mind, especially as we know from coming from that industry. Yeah. So he's he's hitting that point in the industry like where we kind of were not long ago. Yep. Where it's like, whoa, there's so much more that can get me fired up what? than getting people lit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said too, he's like, I didn't realize how much time I had in my day when I could start waking up at 7 a.m. now. Oh my, it's because in the industry, you wake up at noon, right? Yeah. One yeah. o'clock, two o'clock. Yeah. I remember when people used to try to make brunch plans with I'm me like, and they'd man, be like, like, like yeah, I mean, you mean like early three? dinner plans? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, are you okay? And I yeah. totally thought that was normal. Yeah. Like, like he's the old, Ian's the, and shout yeah. out to Ian. He's shout the only Ian, person you, to handsome. ever beat me on my Apple Watch contest. No I'm way. like 40 and 0. He beat me and he dusted me. Like I missed one day <laughs> and he's like, it's done. I was like, what, bro? We have the rest of the week. He's like, I'm, not, I'm gonna get full points the rest of the week. I was like, all right, man, you win. Later. And he did. Like, shout out to that guy. He's just crushing it. But again, to that idea that if you're grinding, putting that work day in, day, like I love seeing it. And the people that don't. I don't want to say they're jealous haters, but like that's kind of what it is. Like, it is. People it's, that are jealous, I think, is so small-minded mentality, and I don't sure. want to go on a tangent here because I feel like I'm about to, but <laughs> the people that are, are jealous, it's like, what What are you there? What's there to be jealous of? If someone's succeeding, someone's working hard, yo, kudos to you. Keep kicking ass. Here's the and thing. I, Here's the thing, because I'm going to pause you before you go on the tangent. No, I, I, stop me. Perfect. Yeah, this is I good. Got go. you. I got your back. I love you. Georgie knows. Like, yeah. He's ready to go. Georgie was busy fluffing his hair being like, Here I'm we like, go. this guy's getting gassed <laughs> up right now. I didn't want to say anything because I would have made him more mad. <laughs> no, go. go but the thing is, is, is typically that is from something within them an internal battle um, and insecurity and inferiority, whatever it is. So jealousy is usually not people just actually being haters. It's usually being people being like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or I wish I wasn't sitting on my ass doing nothing right now. And it's like a deep seated. And so they're like, well, since I can't change it, well, now I'm mad at you and your stuff sucks. Yeah. 
and it's projecting onto people like a little bully you know nine out of ten times the kid who's the bully is the kid who's being bullied at home you know so it's like those people deserve the more love so your frustration it's like okay how do i encourage these people to look and turn that internally real hard to do but that's the only way to get those haters to turn into love yourself literally yeah it's got nothing to do with you or what you're doing it's everything to do with them every time I wanted to ask a personal question now too. When you were doing your your weight loss journey, mm-hmm. and I, I don't remember if you were because I think this is before Instagram was really big, big, wasn't it? Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what twenty twelve, thirteen ish around that time, maybe. Yeah, I don't even think I was on Instagram yet. Yeah, I was late did, to it. Did so you I refused? I had a really hard time letting go of my BlackBerry. Yeah, is, were you the one best, of those? The bold, the bold. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone the best. Best. The the best. Oh, I miss it still. I, I remember yeah. getting the white cover. I had so, a white bold. Oh, I so thought it was so cool. <laughs> Type so well. I know. I missed that phone. Never did. I got it because everyone had it in university. I got the first shit. I had like, I didn't know a phone. I'm like, wow, everyone's got Blackberries, eh? I'm like, yeah. hey, hey, mom and dad, I need a Blackberry. <laughs> yeah, and then it didn't have Instagram, and I was like, yeah. eh, eh. remember when we had to let go of BBM? <sighs> so and I then tried to bring it back, fun. and then it was like, we're over no, it, bro. No, you took too long. That was the biggest mistake I think a business ever, ever. made. Yeah. Ever, ever. <laughs> you should have let us have it right away, and we'd all still be on it now. Hundred percent. WhatsApp wouldn't be a thing. Exactly. BBM because yeah. BBM security was apparently the best. BBM was WhatsApp, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. It was would have been better, but I still hate that. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> um, I wanted to say, did you find that you had a lot of people like hating on you for for bettering yourselves? Did you find that people were jealous or hating because again, you fully transformed not only your your body but your life? Yeah, um, you know what? Because I've always been the same like person. Not really, you know. Like I was never that asshole at the club. You know me. Like if someone was. I promised them a free bottle and a booth. It's like I would wait outside until that was settled, even if the club owner was going off Nuts. on that. Yeah, like I would make it happen because I was just always knew that your integrity is everything. And in a world that is already so slim in terms of integrity, I was like, hey, I just even have to do it more. And that's also how I was able to promote and bring hundreds of people without a team. I'm probably still the only promoter to ever really do that in Toronto. Yeah like bus loads yeah. and it was because of good vibes and you know gvo good GVO. vibes only gvo <laughs> yeah. you know um so not really i think that i think rather than haters i had people who i grew apart from the people who were you know really just succubus trying to steal my energy and my mm-hmm. shine and my light and only wanted to hang out with me because of my connections well when you're a promoter there's you know the gray area you recognize who a lot of those people are and it's like okay well i'm making money off you so whatever but then as you start to move away from that and you actually want to further that friendship with that person and they still want only want to see you as that so i had to definitely go through like a spring cleaning of close friends and so now i still am like okay you know close close friends friends acquaintances and i'm okay with everyone being in their respective zones yeah no i agree that's a hard thing though right like it's it's really hard to say you're so used to certain things you're so used to like what your life is and what you have this image of your life and it's like holy shit like you know if i cut this person out or stop going out with these people are they gonna forget about me like are they gonna am i gonna not be cool and all that stuff but then like i mean the people you want to surround yourself with we talk about this all the time like the support system that's around you it doesn't yeah. matter what you do like yeah. a friend is not someone that's like unless you see them every day that you're a friend yeah. I could not see if I don't see Rick for a year I know he's still my buddy I know yeah. I can still call him back hey man I'm in jail in Mexico yeah. come bail me out <laughs> Heck, on the yeah. first flight out to, I mean I've never been free, in jail in Mexico free trip to Mexico but I know he's the the first, he won't even ask he'll be on the first flight out he'll be like alright 100% but, because but, the, the closeness it's like you, yeah. you're yeah. my boy no matter what and the sure. people when you change to better yourself too to do anything even if it's something small like you want to run 5k if you want to go in and learn a new language you want to start a business for sure those people are the ones that will be like 
whether it's on social media or whether it's private, they'll be like, man, this is sick. Keep it up. Yeah. Like every picture I have, I think I pull up. Rick's like, man, you're killing it. Keep going. <laughs> and I was like, Rick, man, stop pumping Support, smoke man. up my I'm, ass. Yeah. But it does low key make you feel good. 100%. Even if you know it's kind of like. friends who you know are like here where they're like, yeah. cool story, bro. Same post as yesterday. Yeah. And you're like, yeah you know it's yeah, like cool man. noted now you fit in the yeah. lower than acquaintance or whatever you know and, and it's, it's hard like, yeah again it's hard to do that but you, people need to like you know at a certain point everyone grows up like you every chapter of your life goes on it's gonna get smaller and smaller and smaller 100%. and smaller like as you get older what i've realized too is that um now it makes sense as to why our like parents generations don't have like a lot of friends i'd always be like mom dad you guys are such nerds yeah. always at the library now you have no friends and look at me hanging with all my friends and it was like <laughs> and now i'm like oh my god what a beautiful life to only have like two or three yeah. close friends <laughs> and your kids and their kids are friends i'm like that's actually the dream now perfect. you know and i'm yeah. like it doesn't make sense to have especially promoter life like for me to trim down a birthday party it was like inviting 50 people and people were like what they were like if i can get five people to come to my birthday party that'd be sick and i was like oh really okay let me keep trimming let me keep trying you know yeah, yeah but yeah. it's like it's, but it's true. When, when you leave the industry and i found this too it's like there's people that i talk to every week like on a probably like two to three times a week and they were my For like sure i thought they were good friends and there were people i went out with all the time For sure. then you stop promoting you're like wait a second i haven't talked to this dude in like Not three once. months so yeah. i'm like Yo, like, what's up? How you yeah, been? It's like, oh man, well, I haven't seen you at the club. I'm like, not for nothing. Like, we used to talk, like, yeah. outside of the club too, yeah. right? That's and the hardest one where you're like, I thought our friendship was, was beyond the was club, more than but that. for but them, like, oh, it was, I was still you know, just the club. And, and at like, the end of the day, we yeah. made money off it, so like, I'm of not course. complaining, yeah. right? But like, we never made people feel like we were yeah, making money like, off them, and that to, was what was to different one thing about promoting. It's like there's the promoters that do it to to make money and. Again, we all did make money and you make sure. a lot of money doing you make it. Great money. But you do it because you also enjoy it. Like I just generally enjoyed going out, meeting new people, having yes. fun with my friends, taking care of everyone, making sure yes. the, the party was good. Having and, and like just dancing yeah, and, and just literally like, having yeah. fun with new people, yeah, meeting best new friends. People on, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then I knew it was time for me to leave when I just stopped enjoying it as much. I was for like, sure. you know, F, I need to go to, yeah. I need to go to the club You're just tonight. standing around and you're like, ah, oh, this actually doesn't feel yeah, great. Yeah, this isn't like, you know <laughs> yeah. what, I'd rather be somewhere else right yeah. now. But then, once you leave and you're like, shoot, man, I haven't talked to like half these people yeah. in months. You're I'm like, like, yo, well, guys, what's up? And yeah. it's like, yo, let's hang out one day. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, come to the club. I was like, man, can we like do something else? Yeah, can we like, go for a bike ride? I'm not going to yeah. lie. I definitely have cried over it. Not recently, but like when I was transitioning, we'll call it. There, it was sad. It was hard, especially because I feel like I'm such a lover. I'm such a giver that I'm like, oh, but like I've showed up to every single one of your birthdays even when I was at work or like yeah, I, went, I went to a separate club even when you didn't do it at my club yeah. I left my club to go to yours you know what I mean and it's like I'm, I was showing no, up for you assholes. because that's what I thought friends do not because I was the promoter friend yeah. and, then, and then you have that moment of like wow you only saw me as yeah. the promoter friend cool but then I'm like cool I don't need you in my life you know you said one thing right now too it's like going for a bike ride or something shout out to any of my friends who've ever invited me to like a fitness related class or like a fitness oh, event so good. like hey like george <laughs> we talked about this like i came over we had a one of our episodes we canceled last week because it was supposed to rain and it didn't rain and i messed him like yo you want to just like hang out go for a run or something he's like yeah man perfect i have to do like 15k i was like perfect i gotta do 15 15K. K. <laughs> let's do it yeah but shout out to rick for being at like 9k he's like man i'm tired let's call this i was like i said we're gonna do 50 i said we're gonna do 17 yeah 17 we did, we did like 13 and my job i'm not can't call you out i was ready to quit too yeah we were both okay. right uh, but yeah like i i enjoy it's again everyone i don't need to drink and party to have fun yeah like me personally i still enjoy drinking and sure, going to clubs like and normal yeah that to each their own absolutely. right but i love like 
let's do I you know I don't even care about like Legree but you know what you invite me to Legree right, class, I'm in I'll do I'm it in. I'm in I'm like I I'm love for any trying activity, new things yeah. period especially if I can hang out with a friend and do a fitness related thing that's like a double whammy it's to so me good. two things I love doing yes and then on the flip side it's like now when we go out it's so much more fun that I just get to just be Raya just to go out and just yeah. have fun and not have to worry about every single thing that's happening and the DJ and the owner and the club and the promo- and other promoters and the people outside. It's like, no, I'm just yeah, not working. Done. But yeah. it's funny that people see me out and they still think I or wonder. Or they're just like, hey, you do you work here? me up? Like, I'm like, nope, just here for yeah. dinner. Like, yeah. I love being able to say that. Like, sorry. Like, not I know the owner here. because obviously we still know people. Yeah, I'll put you in touch. Yeah, I'm like, let me text Maddie yeah. or like yeah. something. You I'll know? put you in touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's the thing, actually, I wanted to say that earlier when you're talking about this. Like, that's the one thing I probably could have never dealt with. And even now, like, I'm not going to throw any names, but I see, well, me and Rick will be out and he'll get a message and he'll show me and it'll be like, it'll be like, it'll, you could tell it's somebody meshing, like, like, hey man, long time, how's it going? And it's not that I'm like, and Rick's, I'm like, I know he's going to ask you. Rick's like, yeah, I know too. And they will be like, oh, by the way, I'm going to this place. You know, like, can you tell me who the owner is or whatever? And it's like, man, like, this guy has not talked to you, this person or whoever it is, in yeah. like two years. And he'll be like, yes, within like two years. And they ask. And to me, it's the, like, well, it's honestly, to cut like, you off, George. It's ahead, the best. Ahead. Like, if you know me and you're one of my friends, you know I enjoy small talk, especially when you need something. For sure. If you I'm need in. something, hit me up with the, hey, man, long time, no talk. What's up? Yeah. Or, hey, man, how you doing? How's it going? Yeah. If you hit, hit me, me with that, at least hey, how are you? Can yeah. I get guest list for Lost and Found? It's like, Nope. Yeah. Nope. No. If you say, "Hey, how's it going?" Uh, yeah, I know I can't do that, but you know, here's Vasco's number. Here's Neil's For number. Sure. Here's yeah, yeah. whoever's number. Especially like, if you're someone who always respected me. Fine, yeah. we're not best friends, but if you have some mutual respect, yeah. then maybe I can put you in touch. Otherwise, yeah. it's just like a f off. Not really. Yeah. Sorry, no, cut no, you off. No, no, no. You nailed the point. It's like, and that's one thing that I, still, <laughs> you know, you see that, and like, I guess where I was going with that is like when you leave that thing, you kind of see who was really your friend. But even moving on from that, like to your point as well, like. When you're young, you want to be friends with everybody. And like even I used to DJ at Western. I used to go this. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is sick. I have those attention. Like people want to come yeah. drink with me and hang out with me. And then as, even at leaving university, you're kind of worried about losing that identity. And like it's kind of you go through identity crisis. You're like, am I'm I gonna cool. be? A, yeah, you're like, am I not gonna be cool if I don't talk to these people? And then I was like, man, I hope my phone doesn't ring tonight. Like I want to chill and take it easy. Like yeah. now, I hope my phone doesn't ring during the day. Same. Like even if it's work, anything. I'm like, the less calls I get, the better. I'll like when I want to talk to someone, I'll call them. Or if somebody wants to see what's going on. But I like. You sound like, like a true Virgo there. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Taurus. I'm like, <laughs> we're outgoing, but it's like, yo, when we need to peace out, it's like, yeah. we're like, come yeah, find yeah. me. Couple of do you, uh, Ray, do you think that working in the industry and like the nightlife helped your your business now? Like a lot of the connections and the yeah, network you made? absolutely. I think that there was a lot of pros and cons. Obviously, I think that a lot of the pros are like you know managing large amounts of money, managing large amounts of humans, um, HR, connecting, sponsorships, like so many things that we actually just innately had to do because of the industry we were in. But, you know, put it this way, I've been running my business successfully for since the moment I transitioned. I literally, I never like redefined myself. I was just like, hey everyone, I'm going back to school to become a life coach. Every single person was like, oh, this is so you. So I didn't have to like pause my life and like stop and start over. I was just like, cool, now I'm gonna, I'm transitioning out of events and everyone was supportive. So in six years, I've run my business solely off referrals. So if that tells you anything about the connections and the network I built from also being good to people while being in the industry, like it's unmatched for sure. No team, no marketing, no business plan. Just me networking and doing what I love. Wow. 
Uh, I love that's that. That's really impressive. Like, yeah, for for me and you've you've always been like a solo, like free bird, right? You've always done done it on your own, and 100%. I think like I always had Moretti and Andrew at the beginning, and then Alex. For sure. Yeah. And I've always had someone like yeah. even doing this podcast. I got Georgie here with me, but doing it on your own is tough. Yeah, tough. Are there ever days where you're just like, oh my god, my world's crumbling? Oh, you know, like there's too much weight on. My, I wish I had somebody. With events, yes, but I think because of the caliber of vibe that I was putting out there in terms of, you know, never screwing people over, GVO. It was like I was like very, GVO. it was very important about how people were, and not everyone cared as much as I did. Not everyone was going to wait outside the club to make sure every single person from this girl's party bus of 31 people get in and don't get hassled and don't wait in line. I'll scream like, out. woo, go off the you bus. Know? Like, yeah. yeah, and it's winter. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Not yeah. everyone's going to do that, but I did it. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know what? Now I'm in the place where I'm building my team, so now I have an executive assistant. I have a social media manager. I'm working on getting into going to be signing with a, like a management company soon nice. as well so now i'm at the place where i'm able to build but still that that i didn't hire on for five years right so i think as you expand which for me i don't know if you guys are into cards and like full moon or anything like that i know it's, it was a full moon yesterday it right was. so if anyone either well, what you, does this mean i want to oh. oh if anyone's feeling emotional that's why if you think about it it's because the moon controls Okay, small tangent. The moon controls. No, I love it. Like, <laughs> lately, I've, I've been, I've been that I know. on Virgo stuff. The tides. Yeah. So if you think about tides, we are what ninety-eight percent water. Oh. Okay, so what do you think is happening? If it's controlling all of the water in the whole world, it's definitely having an impact on us in some way, shape, or form. That's that's the best way. I, can I never thought it. about that. Right. So that full moon, and then if you think of astrology, each full moon that is in that time frame of whatever the sign is has different traits and then full moons are typically i believe when you're wanting to call things in and i think new moons are for don't quote me on that and then new moons are when you're letting go could be vice versa but so I is think this a new moon this was a full moon so i think this was letting go of things you're no longer serving you okay so okay. everyone was feeling emotionally yesterday the past couple of days and every person i spoke to predominantly women but you know what it happens we had a we're interesting talk guess it won't go in that path but i kind of see that right was that okay. yesterday yeah i was driving back yesterday we talked yesterday yeah, you're right. See? Okay. It's it's Maybe real, kinda. It's real shit. So yeah. every time I'm doing like this work with the new moon and stuff, I kept, and I was doing cards with my friend because she was doing Reiki and I was like, I'm not into that, but I'm down. Supportive friend. But then every time we would do pull these cards, these Reiki cards, these Oracle cards, I kept getting something that was spot on. And I was like, what are the chances that every single time out of 50 cards, I pull the one that is spot on to what it is I'm feeling right now? Do you think you made the connection because of the card that was pulled or like, sorry, do you I, think that I already had it in my mind? Oh, you already had it in your mind? Absolutely. Yeah. You manifested that card then. That's what I'm saying. Right? That's <laughs> 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 Either, either <laughs> way, something's up, you know? And so the card I kept getting was expansion because I was only doing, you know, coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching and corporate wellness. And so now I'm doing building the team and doing group coaching, which will be launching in a month and doing now these big brand partnerships. So expansion 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 and now i'm able to do that so it feels really good to be able to have a team and be like hey can you do this for me can you get that done oh so it's helping me expand and be that much more efficient and take my career to the next level which is what i've always wanted to do that's awesome i have a question going back you said you did this all you had like you didn't have to do a whole rebrand but you also didn't have a business plan like you didn't have all these things lined up do you think that like you've gotten to the point where you are now or it motivated you more to do what you did because you didn't like 
try to lay out the whole plan and follow that plan and you just put one foot in front of the other and just kept moving? I think the latter because there wasn't any other option. There wasn't a plan B for me. Mm-hmm. I'd already done one career for a decade. I'd already done events for 10 years, 17 to 27. And I just, it felt like my life purpose, you know, and it felt like it connected all the dots throughout my entire life. So for me, it was just do what I innately feel. And luckily that with, you know, some tips, some tools, some advice and seeing what other people are doing and blah, 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 got me to where I am. And then from then now I can take on like people who are helping me and now you'll sit put some plans in place for certain things but before it was just move and let's see what happens just keep keep going literally just keep moving okay now i'm coaching so i'm coaching people let people know that i'm a coach now boom and then i got most of my clients were in the industry because they already saw that in me before i was that that Mm. makes sense yeah yeah, everyone's like oh yeah that's so you so then it'd be like okay this is confidential okay cool can i talk to you about this stuff i'm like cool here's my fee boom 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 and then after the first like year or two i was like okay i don't want to i don't think i want to work with clients in the industry anymore for now, because I'm like, okay, this sounds like growth. And then I stopped, and then I started getting into, and then I did another course on, my second course in life coaching was mostly about like group coaching, and taught me how to do workshops. So then I did my first workshop, which was actually through Ian and Sean. So my first workshop was, came one month after I finished my course on how to do workshops, essentially. And Ian and Sean were like, hey, we want to come to your talk, but, um, their staff they were like we want our managers to come but it didn't work out so they're like can you just come and do workshops for so i did a series of three for all of their staff so another big shout out to ian for believing in me and shout out all the ruby solo guys me, you know ian sean yeah. archie we got ian and archie are coming on together oh so I good both come in the next yeah, one? yeah uh, at the end of the month i think yeah, yeah they're coming yeah 100 yeah. and archie was there you know so working within my network is what continued to help me build and grow and it's just been honestly it's such a great journey that's awesome you can see it the way you talk about it like you like (laughs) as you get these points you get this big smile on your face and like that's very contagious right like thank you you know you're clearly doing what you love and you're passionate about it so i mean that's half the thing right and then it blocked the noise gets blocked out yeah kind of zone in yeah zone in yeah even with that we mentioned you mentioned this earlier that you're not posting on instagram and social media because you have to it's like you know when you find the right time you find something that that is helpful to other people you post because at the end of the day your job is to help other people and that's that's your main goal exactly and we find that a lot of people on instagram it's like if you're doing it because uh, the goal and the the goal is clear and it's you know exactly what you want to do like you want to help people Mm mm-hmm your Instagram, your following will naturally just grow because exactly. you're putting out good content that exactly. you want to share with, with people to benefit them, mm-hmm. right? And that's what I always said, that w- the following will come and the money will come. People are always so worried about, when I get it. Get rich know? fast kind of thing. Yeah, and it's not about that. The money will come. You know, I definitely took a an income hit when I was transitioning from events to making oh, well, I think we know, all tons do. of money, yeah. cash, you know, to my first coach, especially in that industry. I was, you know, the youngest for the most part. So... I just have to keep moving mm-hmm. and keep building and connecting and showing people that this is me and it, it's totally what paid off. It's not about the influence, it's about the impact. 100%. That's why I was saying. Well, I say like impact one, over numbers. That's a good one. She said at the beginning. Did you miss that one? Me. Wow. So I need long, luscious hair for you to hear yeah, me? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so you gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta listen, you gotta pick up the important things. No, but it's true. It's not, yeah. a, you know, like that's the, I guess that's one thing you see is people, you know, Again, I'm not going to say people. It's a very big generalization. I don't want to say people are trying to be influencers. For but sure. it's, again, to the point, it's like, you know, Rick always says this too, like when we started this podcast, it's about like how can we make an impact? If it's, or how can we uh, bring value to one yeah, person? Even value. if it's one person, mm-hmm. like, you know, let's not sell out. Let's not just sit here and like preach ideas, whatever. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. just 
if one person enjoys it, we provide one person that we succeeded. And you know, a lot of things now is you said like get get rich quick or, or get your get your following, blow it up quick, all that stuff. Yeah. And it's just more about trying to get a message out. But what is that message, right? Like you want to make an impact, it should be a meaningful impact. Hundred percent. Small message, big mesh, whatever. But couldn't agree more. Yeah. And that's why I was like, honestly, when I saw that you guys were doing this, I was like, hell yeah, that's awesome. And I was like. Hell yeah, I'm gonna support well, this. Even we, we've it. talked about this so many times, and, and bringing our guests, and some of our our listeners have said it's like our our guests are random, right? Like we've got NHL players, Olympians, influencers, fashion people, life coaches, friends and family, friends and family. Like, <laughs> yeah, like we your get, mom. We have yeah. yeah we who was, who was always a rock star. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> oh yeah, you would have met her. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so we've had so many different people, and people say, you know, what do you do for your guests? We said we want people that have interesting stories, people that are doing things, people that are driven and like-minded people people that we would want to sit yeah. down and have coffee with or have drinks with right those are the type of people we'd want to bring on the on the podcast mm -hmm. and then we're like they're like oh yeah that makes sense easy right like and it flows and it flows right it we, flows i don't think we've had one episode where we're like you know what this is not uh, that, that conversation I didn't yeah enjoy. let's wrap like let's wrap this up early like let's, let's cut this <laughs> yeah no <laughs> literally we're always at like we're at the our first few episodes were around an hour and then we're always like okay yo we need to yeah like, like for attention spans we yeah. gotta trim it yeah. but then there's some episodes where we're like hey shoot we're at you know we're in an hour and a half and we don't even know like right now we're at an hour oh. and five plus okay, our intro like, like my phone over there yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes we don't even realize you it. just kind of go and like you know it's funny a lot of the, uh, there's been some episodes where we're either like again the day's been shit so we're like we don't want to record or like one of us has a bad day or we're like you know this is one of our friends like what are we really going to talk about it's going to be interesting and then we're like you know what we can't think that way it's one guest 100%. they're coming they're giving us their time and their respect by coming here we got to respect their time and give them our 100%. attention and honestly when you think that way like you I learned something we both learned something new from every episode like and I know we've said this a lot and preached a lot but like when you really sit I mean, it even circles back to your point about going out and drinking. When you're really interacting that way, are you really gaining anything? Are you really yeah. listening? Are you really having meaningful conversations? Or is it just surface level? Yeah. You know, and yes. honestly, like, there, I, listen, I've had some great conversations at bars too with people, and I've met some cool people. For sure. But, like, really, like, the, I leave this, when we sit on this couch or in whatever in the studio room, and we leave, and I'm like, holy shit, never thought about that. And it kind of sticks with you, and it's like, you know, you wouldn't have these conversations otherwise, because typically... You're having service level conversations, right? Mm -hmm. Any environment you're in. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's been it's been really cool. Yeah, and this podcast has allowed us to reconnect with old friends and people that's that we used to see. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, it's it's like a catch up. So right? that's, that's probably also why it's been an hour and we didn't realize because it's like we're actually like humans up. that enjoy each other and it's like, yo yeah. like, man, miss ya. <laughs> yeah. And we even said so I guess the people listening, they won't know, but when Ray walked in, we started chatting. I'm like, guys, let's just sit down, let's just start recording because yeah, this literally. is exactly <laughs> yeah. what we want to bring talk the energy about. over. Yeah, we gotta start it right now. We're 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 <laughs> wasting minutes. Like this is good literally, conversation. Right. Let's, like, get, let's just get into let's it. click the button, let's start it up, right? Oh yeah, but I, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say this is normally the part where we start to to wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Ray, cool. honestly, having I say honestly all the time, I gotta stop saying that. <laughs> it's not, I'm not I mean, listen, you're an honest guy. You're I don't know. You preface it by saying honestly, and we're gonna think you're dishonest. <laughs> <laughs> but Ray, it's been a blast catching up with you, and I, I love hearing about one your transformation because that was. I remember seeing it and watching it. I was thinking like, oh my god, you literally changed your life, which is so yeah, amazing. Thank so. You again kudos to you for that and your career seems to be blossoming and i'm so happy for you so hopefully people listening that have intentions on trying to just better their lives i think that would be a yeah, good way to put it 100%. reach out to us so we're going to post everything but some of the questions are two questions we normally ask all of our guests Ooh. yeah 
The first one, mine's nice and easy too. Okay. Oh, it's a fun one. If there was a movie about your life, who would you <laughs> want to star as you? Um, Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah, just I like. No one it. said that yet. Yeah, just, how's no one said Jason Momoa? You know? That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's but like, like fifty but episodes like, in, all. But like, so cool. Um, he seems so down. Game of Thrones. Yeah, oh, oh, the Dothraki. Yeah, like oh, you know, yeah. like not his Aquaman, you know, yeah, but like yeah, his yeah, like yeah. rustic just. Yeah. Beast. He just seems like a cool person to sit yeah. down and have. He a, just like, seems like a lion. We're gonna get him on his podcast one day. That's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jason Momoa manifesting. Yeah, that's it. We'll <laughs> we, we got a couple other people we're manifesting onto this podcast. Don't worry, um, but yeah, that's a good one, Georgie. Uh, if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Hmm. I do get asked this question a lot, and the answer is always different because it's okay. like, man, there's so much. <laughs> <laughs> Not just one piece. Like there is so much, but I would say, stay true to your values, and when things don't feel right, you know it's not right. Oh, I, I like, like that. that. I yeah. like that. That's you know a good what I mean? One. Just because yeah, I feel like simple. when we're younger, like we, we're starting to develop, you know, our intuition and where we feel good, where we don't feel good in our boundaries. And we so often don't listen. You yeah. don't trust yourself no. sometimes. So I'm just like, yo, listen to that stuff and it'll continue to keep you on the path of where you're wanting to go. I, I like that. it. I like yeah. it. Ray, if, uh, <laughs> if people want to find out more about you, what you're doing, your your business and Contact your coaching, you, anything. where yes. can they go? Um, okay. Instagram, coach.carry. Um, LinkedIn, Raya, Coach Carey. Uh, website, CareyCoach.com. I got to buy Coach Carey from whoever has it. Oh, that's like, why someone's got it? Oh, yeah. yeah you get the CA.ca. It's not available? Eh, CA, though. And I, you know, we, we talked <laughs> yeah. about this the other day. Because you know? who just bought a .ca? Was it for um, shoe, uh, shoe laundry? Shoe laundry, yeah. We had uh, Crunch. Yeah, 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 of course. So he bought... Uh, I'll probably do rayacarry.com very soon. So you know what? I was like, it's not the end of the world because Coach Carry is like the branding. Yeah. And eventually, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, and yeah, that's, those are probably the three we'll, best we'll, we'll share all the, we'll uh, yeah. all the, the bio. links cool. in the yeah. summary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And okay, that, team. Love you lots. Rhea, thanks, thanks so much me. for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. That was a blast. Vibes. That was G- <laughs> out of G- G- all right. All right. Please. Sign it off, pals. Cheers. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every high. I got alone. No one thing. Good night.